Hey there, I am glad you're here because this one is going to be a fun interview because now I have a husband on the interview with his wife. And here's the thing. When somebody is suffering from self-doubt or imposter syndrome and all the stress and anxiety that comes with it, it doesn't just affect them. It affects everyone they interact with. If they're a leader, it affects their direct reports. It even affects their direct reports families. And if they are in a partnership with a husband or a wife, then it affects the relationship and the whole family. And if, like the person I'm interviewing here, Haley, if the person is able to affect public policy, then it can affect millions of people. And husbands tend to get the brunt of the stress because the wife has been trying to hold it in the whole day. And the kids too. So unfortunately, unfortunately, no amount of love from a partner or compliments can fix this. And that can be hard on a marriage. The wife feels like she's letting everybody down, but also like nobody really understands her. And the husband feels helpless. He wants to help, but he doesn't know how. And frankly, this doesn't seem like that hard of a problem to fix. So the situation can really deteriorate the quality of a relationship. So I want you to listen in to this lovely couple and hear how they radically and positively changed the trajectory of their lives and maybe the lives of millions of people in her country. And stay to the end because you're going to hear Paul say the surprising trait that is his favorite new trait about Haley that he didn't even know she had it in her. And I just want you to enjoy it. If you want to learn what Haley learned, there are two things you can do. Go to the show notes and in the links, you will find one link to a free masterclass where you can learn the recipe that she learned and you get the option to book a free breakthrough call with me if you're a talented female professional who is sabotaging your career because of self-doubt and anxiety and stress. So I look forward to hearing what you think. I look forward to connecting with you and enjoy the interview. Welcome to the Work-Life Brilliance podcast with executive coach and best-selling author, Denise Renee Green. Denise fills each episode with humor, compassion, knowledge, and pragmatism to help you transform your life. Listen in and learn how you can tame your brain, lower your stress, and become the person you were born to be. All right. I'm excited to talk with you two today. So Haley and Paul, thank you for joining me. I know you guys are very busy. And um, so let's just start Haley with you. So you've just completed a program. I want to ask you to go back in time a few months and share with us what was going on for you that made you decide you wanted to make a change. Okay. So I think it was May this year where I was sitting, I still remember distinctly, it was a Friday, a Friday morning, and I was just tired of feeling stuck. I guess that's the summary of <laughs> how I was feeling. But in terms of how I got there, I suppose um, career-wise, I've had a great career and I've always had a really strong intrinsic motivation for what I do. And I think a lot of people started reflecting about what they were doing with their lives in COVID. And I realized that as strong as my intrinsic motivation 
was or is for what I do, I relied a lot on the extrinsic motivation that I get from my colleagues. And I'm very blessed to work with amazing colleagues. Um, and I guess I got to a point where I just wondered what's next. And something else that I've been struggling with personally for a long time, which someone named for me was imposter syndrome. So as many achievements that I can see on my CV, for example, I was never able to internalize them or recognize them. And I have immense self-doubt um, to the extent that when I go into meetings, I'm always self-evaluating what I'm going to say. And after I've said it, what people thought of me after saying things, um, which is really limiting because I was almost not relaxed in meetings. Um, and even in terms of like, I would, I would read a document that had been put out publicly for discussion um, that I had been leading on. And then I would realize, oh, okay, this isn't actually bad work, but every project I was in at the moment, I was unable to believe that I could do a good job of it. Um, and so I guess to describe, it felt almost like I had this heavy steel ball and chain dragging along and pulling behind me. And I was so sick and tired of having it um, because it, was, of course, it causes a lot of stress in my life. And I think being married to Paul has helped me to see that he was brought up very differently and his family doesn't stress about the little things. And initially when he started pointing at those things out to me, I would get so angry and irritated inside um, because it would often feel like I was doing something that my mom would, that would annoy me when I was a child or when I was younger. But then slowly over time, I started realizing that he was actually right. Um, and so that Friday morning specifically, I, for some reason, um, I had listened to Simon Sinek probably about 10 years ago on his leadership talk about the why, what, and how, which I found very inspiring. And for some reason he popped up, I don't know where it was, it was Instagram, and I looked at his website and saw some courses and the one that stood out for me was self-doubt. Um, and it happened to be your course. <laughs> so I, and your webinar was being presented, I think in five minutes or the link was coming up in five minutes and I didn't have meetings. So I listened to it and all the points in the slides were exactly what I thought I needed. So, yep, that's how I ended up with you on the program. So Paul, <laughs> <laughs> that was a long, <laughs> thank you, Haley. That was beautiful. So, and I just can't even imagine if you were still in that state. I, um, I'm so happy that you're not, but Paul, what, what did you notice? I mean, Haley says that you would, would see things in her, but mm -hmm. it must've been so hard for you to know how good she is and to see her beating herself up like this, but what was it like for you? Yeah, I suppose um, what I noticed is that um, I think externally when Ailey talks to other people, she comes across as probably the most polite, sincere, sort of caring person that you would care to meet. And then um, I think a lot of those um, stresses um, um, maybe come came back home with her sometimes and um, they would um, sort of, I think, manifest in uh, getting quite upset about fairly small or mundane things and I um, beating herself up maybe if she's not um, if everything's not as she would like it to be or if she's not uh, sort of uh, yeah 
um, everything is to our standards. And I think that sort of um, also probably played a role in our like quality of life, right? So um, I think things have been a lot better since she completed the course. So what I've noticed is that she pauses and, and ref reflects a lot more, I think, in terms of before she reacts and she internalizes things a bit, um, I think, more um, before um, things start upsetting her. So it's definitely, yeah, I think some of that sincerity and positivity is also now sort of um, when she's uh, with her friend, friends and family, and, you know, myself and Emma, um, I see a lot more of the, that uh, caring and, and friendliness at home as well. That's lovely. So <laughs> Haley, you got proof, and I know, <clears throat> I know he's probably told you this before, but you got proof at home that it's working. And then what's, what's changed at work? Um, so that's been, a big change. Um, I think the best way to describe it is relationally. So I'd always compared myself to other people. So particularly my line manager, for example, who I saw as being someone who is extremely knowledgeable. So I was always square, scared to question things that he might say um, is the appropriate policy choice or whatever. Um, and be sort of self-conscious in meetings where he was in. But more recently, I've realized that when I'm in a meeting with him, I'm not afraid to say what I think. Um, so if I'm chairing a meeting and summing up at the end, then I don't check with him as much. Um, and I realized that he's got amazing value to bring, but I've got a unique value that I bring. Um, so I don't need to compare myself all the time. And then the one that has been a big standout for me, and um, we spoke about this relationship a lot in the program, was I, I have to work closely every now and again with someone who's in a different field to me. Um, so we view the world quite differently, but we need to work together for policy analysis and, um, and choices. And so, Generally, I get on well with people um, and I've never struggled in my career before, but this one person has been particularly difficult uh, to work with. And it got to the point where we would get stuck on policy decisions um, and things weren't being translated into legislation. So uh, there's one particular project that we've been working on together that we required went all the way up to um, draft changes to the law. And so um, this colleague and a colleague of hers were both unable uh, to make meetings on the topic for over the past year or so. And then we sent a document, uh, which was supposed to be the final document, and I got it back with a whole lot of questions. And I remember that morning expecting that I would get a whole lot of questions because they hadn't been to meetings. And I was so angry that I could feel the tension going up in my neck. <laughs> um, and I had other stuff that I was going, uh, I, was, I was doing another online call. So I didn't have much time to prep for this last minute meeting. But then... I said to myself, hey, if you carry on like this, it's just not going to, 
we're not going to get anywhere. If I keep doing the same actions and expecting a different result, I think that's the definition of, what is it? The definition of insanity or something. Um, so I opened the document again. I read it slowly and I realized I can answer all of your questions. So let me try a different approach in this meeting and try to show her that I can see where she's coming from. So anyway, in the meeting, um, she raised her concerns and then I said to her, okay, I can see where you're coming from. And I said, this is how we've dealt with your concern. Um, and we went through the meeting all like that. And at the end of the meeting, we all had agreement on the way forward and it seemed so easy. But because I'd been so angry that morning, I had such a headache <laughs> from the tension. And I realized like, wow, I, she's been such a difficult person to work with. But something that you pointed out to me, Denise, was that I'm the difficult person in her life. <laughs> so if I change the way I do things, um, then it's amazing the different results you can get. And I saw her at the office today and um, she asked me how I am and we had a great conversation and it seems like our relationship has shifted. So, yeah. I and because of your relationship been... shifting, legislation is happening for your country. I just like, let's just say that as well. And Paul, you're probably sitting there going, I've been telling her, I've been telling her this, I've been telling her this for so long, which is what I hear from frustrated husbands who are just like, they can <laughs> see what needs to happen. And, and I wish it I wish it was enough. I wish it was enough, but they, they, they have to go through a process of discovering it. And so, you know, luckily we have this recipe and now you can go back and Paul can be like, thank, thank you. So I'm curious, you guys, you have a young daughter and Haley, I'm, I'm thinking you're going to be a very different mom than you would have been if you were the mom who had the headaches every day and who was stressed out about colleagues every day and who felt like an imposter every day. But what difference do you think this is going to make in her life? Sure. Um, so I would sometimes catch myself being impatient with her um and a lot of the things that i think as a child the things that you don't like that your parents did you try swing the other way but often i would catch myself doing things or saying things that i remember my mom saying that i didn't like or didn't think was right in the, in the context so I think if I am calm and peaceful and I think the, the main thing is to be present um, because I mean I, I remember examples of sitting playing with her but my mind is elsewhere um, and I think if I'm that present person even if I'm working during the day and I get to spend pockets of time with her I think she will benefit so much more because I think from the the three levels of listening that we did, I wasn't always doing the scuba listening with her. Um, and I wasn't, yeah, I guess fully present and they're not stupid, they can pick up on that. Um, and I know what it's like to speak to someone who's not fully listening to me. Um, so yeah, I think, I guess she'll, she'll benefit. I mean, if you wanna. Paul, do you notice anything different in Haley's presence? Yeah, I think um, 
all that stress and self-doubt can also be sort of mentally tiring. So you don't have that mental energy and sort of capacity to, to maybe spend with the people that you that you love or in the way that you want to spend it. So I've definitely seen a, a change. So I think the sort of the, the quality and the 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 hay we're getting is a lot different than uh, some of the, the hay we got previously. Really, yeah, there's, there's just not enough left, right? You've used it all up at the stressful interactions at work, and now the people who love you can get a, you can get away with being, you know, less present with them. Well, I'm really excited for you, um, Haley. What would you say is the most? For, this is for both of you. Like, what's what's the best thing about the new you? What what are you most happy? you've resolved and achieved? I think just being able to laugh at silly things or like that day that I had where so many things went wrong and I just stood there and laughed at it. <laughs> um, I think just the ease of not stressing about stupid things. And is it our? Um, no, I just went, sorry if our internet connectivity dropped. Um, and I think that brilliant life assessment that we needed to do at the beginning of the course and the end of the course was just the biggest wake up I think at the end and realization of how far I've come in such a short space of time because I was able to clearly see in the 10 items of our lives that we had to rank about what how we value them and how we thought we were doing uh, ease and lack of stress was one of my biggest pain points. Um, and I've realized how the benefit of letting go and um, letting go of all that stress is just so much, it just filters through the, order, how does that ripples through the rest of your life. So I've seen improvements in many other areas just from that. And I guess the biggest takeaway, one of the biggest takeaways for me was I remember you saying you can tell yourself you're great at X, Y, Z until you're blue in the face, but until you actually link that to an emotion, um, a positive emotion and a feeling inside you, you won't actually be able to make that shift. And I think that was the biggest learning, one of the biggest learnings for me, because now I can notice a thought and notice how it makes me feel inside and then either breathe that negative um, breathe into that negative feeling where it is in my body and breathe it out. Um, but also upgrade that thought to a positive thought that has a much better emotion. Um, so I think that was the, probably the biggest. I love that for you because all the time we're going around telling ourselves happy things, but we're feeling the same old painful emotion and it, it doesn't matter what you're telling yourself if you're still feeling the shame from imposter syndrome, the doubt, the fear from imposter syndrome, the stress, the worry about saying the wrong thing, doesn't matter what you tell yourself. So I'm so glad you learned that. And and you took your time. You did you did this your way, you know, rather than just <laughs> speeding through it like some of the people where you just took your time and said, no, I'm going to get this really solid so I can feel feel congruent with my thoughts. Paul, did you have a favorite transformation that Haley made? I think she's definitely, um, Haley never was really one for a lot of jokes and, and laughing, but she's, there's a lot more of, <laughs> I see some jokes coming through and a lot more laughing. So I think that's probably my, my favorite part of the transformation. 
I love it. I love it. Laughter. And Haley was the only person in my program to ever do her assignments with crayons. <laughs> it was quite <laughs> beautiful. She would just do this major artwork for for the assignments, and then we would just have have them, you know, post them in the group uh, just to inspire <laughs> other people. So, thank you both for being here, and thank you for taking the risk, uh, stepping into the unknown with me and Paul for supporting Haley in this. And I'm just so glad that you're both benefiting, that your daughter's benefiting and that your country's benefiting and you're, you're just gonna have a lot more fun in life and at work and bring that light that that's all I've known you with. So I'm just um, so excited that everybody else is gonna get to see your light now too. All right. Thanks so much, Denise. It's been really incredible. Um, I'm really going to miss the weekly meetings and working with you has been phenomenal. I don't know, I don't know what to call the combination of everything that you put together, but all the books you refer to and you've clearly done so much work yourself in, I mean, the one night you even spoke about a book about water crystals, I think, and, and to jo Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, yeah, there's something special inside you. And it's just amazing how you help women. So thank you so much. It's been amazing. Oh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I'm glad it works. I'm glad I could go through everything I went through. I had to use all those tools to heal myself, you know, so I'm just glad I get to share it now and help other people. So thank you both. We hope you enjoyed this episode. My team and I love seeing your comments, so please keep sharing how these episodes help you, and we deeply appreciate your five-star ratings. If you want more tools to help you become the best version of you, check out our Work Life Brilliance website for classes and free resources. And if you're a talented female professional who is ready to trade suffering for satisfaction and ease, so you turn self-doubt into true confidence while you learn badass influence skills to get the career success you want. If that's you, book a free strategy call now. This is with me, this is live, this is private, and this is super helpful. These spots go fast, so book now with this URL. go.oncehub.com slash poweryoursuccess. We will put that link in the show notes, but again, it's go.oncehub.com slash poweryoursuccess. Thank you for listening. I look forward to chatting with you and have a brilliant day.